Welcome back to another episode of Does That Make Sense? I am your host, Brad Robinson. Hoping this episode finds you well. Hope everyone is safe and healthy and happy. And I hope that everything that you are hoping for and working towards is uh, working out in your favor. Um, It's another week. Um, This episode is dropping a little later than... um, I had originally anticipated, you know, with the whole changing from what's happening over to does that make sense? You know, again, I am, it's all on me now. And so I've yet to figure out what my schedule is going to be with regards to when I record and when I upload and things of that nature. So I am recording this episode uh, a few days later than expected. Um, One of the reasons is because of the day I originally planned on recording this episode, I went to baseball practice. Yes, at 36, almost 37 years old, um, I have decided to play baseball. So the the invite kind of went out there in 2020. Um, You know, a guy I used to work with, uh, Lee, he put it out on Facebook, hey, we're looking to get a a baseball team started. And, you know, I remember writing on the post and said, hey, you know, I'm out of shape. I've never played baseball. I don't watch it. But you know what? If you have me, I'd love to get out there and run a little bit. And then COVID happened and didn't happen. And then the invite came down again uh, this year. And I was like, hey, I'll tell you the same thing I said in 2020. Uh, I was able to get in this year. So uh, I had my first baseball practice. And then I got drenched because it rained here in the uh, Metro Detroit area that day. Uh, It rained right during practice. So that was fun. Um, But yeah, so the day I planned on recording, had to take care of that didn't have the time on that day and I've got the time today so I'm recording it now so I appreciate you guys being patient with me Uh, I think I may go back to my midweek uploads I think I like that better generally speaking um, I'm going to have a day off in the middle of the week uh, for the foreseeable future and I think that it'll just work uh, this way and even when I don't have a day off the middle of the week is great when the kids are at school um now, granted, summer's coming, so we'll see what happens. Y'all stick with me. Y'all stay tuned. Um, but let me just get right into it. So um, last week, or, or rather on our last episode, I had talked about the anti-woke movement. Um, and I believe I said, you know, if you really knew what, <clears throat> excuse me, if you really knew what it meant to be woke, you wouldn't be anti-woke. And I wanted to get right back into that um so you know hey i take the easy way out because i want to use the same um the same tools that you know we can all use um and i just went to google and i typed in what does woke mean um and google's uh the dictionary from you know uh, the oxford uh dictionary says it's the past of wake which is what it means in the literal sense but then you keep going and it says (laughs) what does the slang woke mean <laughs> uh which is just a funny way that but this is a people also ask which means that a lot of people are typing a question like that into google to try to understand it but um right up under it, google tells you woke is an objective derived from uh african-american vernacular english also known as aave meaning alert to racial racial prejudice and discrimination i don't think that's quite accurate um um but if you keep going uh, it, on the same Google page, the next option says, what is another word for being woke? And it says, woke is also sometimes 
just used to characterize someone as hip or open-minded. And I would say that this definition is the, uh, or this explanation is probably the best way to explain it. So people have been talking about being woke for decades, um, particularly in the black community, you know, we were for decades. And, and um, you know, really in 2017, um, Childish Gambino's song, Redbone, and in parentheses, Stay Woke, um, that really kind of brought the woke term into full mainstream culture. Again, it's something that's always been used. Um, but I think that that song, Stay Woke, I think, you know, Childish Gambino, uh, whether or not he realized it, he gave um, all of America a peek into uh, what woke culture is. And, you know, you really see it now in a lot of circles where people are saying it's anti-woke. And, and I know in last week's episode, I talked about the, the trans person used in the advertisement for Bud Light. And um, I talked about some other things as well in that episode. Um, and again, it's all about being anti-woke. You see people proudly say that this woke culture is ridiculous or these people have gone woke. And, you know, I, I maybe I'm naive, but I will always say that I believe that most people are good people and they have good intentions. Um, I've said that on this podcast feed before. Most people are good. They want to be good. They want to do the right thing and say the right thing with people. But they have been predisposed to some sort of opinion, some sort of um, emotion or something that is just wrong that leads them to think in a way that is wrong. So you hear people saying that they're anti-woke, you hear them proudly saying it. You know, again, going back to just what's available on Google, it says woke is also something sometimes used, just used to characterize someone as hip or open-minded and on my phone on on my computer here uh google highlighted the term open-minded and you know i would say that that's critical because prior to 2017 prior to childish gambino's uh song redbone you know it'd be like you know i'm woke now but it could be regarding anything you know you know these people were never really my friends you know i'm woke now um you know um yeah, I, I didn't realize that um, when my parents were teaching me, were telling me something that they were actually trying to teach me about this, but I'm woke now. It, it was always meant in terms of a, of, of a term being, you know, open-minded or a, a, a point of, really a point of realization, actually, is what it was always meant as um, in the Black culture. But we've seen, you know, we've seen some parts of the media you know, really kind of twist that and pervert that meaning. And to say that you're woke would mean that you have realized um, that something is wrong, that maybe you were, you know, the other thing is, is that, you know, uh, another, you know, reverse term of, of woke would be, you know, I'm sleep though, meaning that, you know, I'm actually telling you how this thing really is, but, you know, y'all think that I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, I'm sleep though. Um, and, and, and so to be woke also, uh, not also, but to be woke really meant that 
you had come to this point of realization. And because you had come to this point of realization, you began to walk in a new path. So uh, here's an example. This is a real story. So um, one of my favorite shows that, I, that I've watched a lot in the past um, is The Boondocks. Uh, many of you will know exactly what that is. Some of you will think I'm talking about the movie, The Boondock Saints, and that's not what I'm talking about at all. Uh, it's, it's a, it's, it was a TV show, The Boondocks. Um, and it's not relative to The Boondock Saints at all. It's just for those of you that don't know, you can Google that on your own time. Um, but on the show, uh, The Boondocks has this character called Uncle Ruckus. And Uncle Ruckus is a... Um, He's a black white supremacist. He he's black, but he doesn't believe that he's black. He's racist against uh, black people. He loves white people. It is it is the ultimate caricature of the of an Uncle Tom. And um, there's one episode where he says, um, "Homely little white girl." And I had never heard that term before that show, "homely." And me using context clues, when he said homely little white girl, I assumed that it was some sort of comment uh, towards, uh, I assumed that it was a comment because the entire show, he never said anything derogatory about white people. All of his derogatory comments were always about black people. Um, and all of his comments on the show the entire four seasons of the show about white people had always been nothing but positive and glowing and, and, and praise and reverence towards white people. So a friend of mine, this is like 2009-ish, I think, um, is giving me a ride home from work, if I remember the story correctly. And I think I said to her um, something to the effect of, you're my favorite homely little white girl. And she goes, oh my God. And she pulls over and she's like, I can't believe you said that to me. Get out of my car. And I'm confused. I'm like, what did I say? You just called me ugly. And I'm like, I didn't call you ugly. I said homely. She goes, that's what homely means. And I'm like, oh my God, are you are you serious? That that's what that means? And she's like, Yeah, and I'm yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean that. I don't think you're ugly. She's not ugly at all. Um, um She's not ugly, you know, and I didn't mean that. If I would have known that that's what it, what that had meant, um, I would have never have said that to her in that capacity. She forgave me because she knew that I didn't mean it and it was fine. We, we've had no rifts ever since that moment. Um, but the point of me sharing that story is, is once I became woke to what homely meant, I moved in a different light. And that's what woke is about. It's about saying, hey, maybe I didn't know this, maybe I didn't understand this thing about people, about culture, about society, about work, about health, about family, about anything and everything. But woke meant that I realized something, I've received new information, and it's changed my behavior. And because it's changed my behavior, I'm going to move in a different path. I've called no one homely ever since. And the point that I'm saying is, is that if you knew what it meant to be woke, you would not be anti-woke. Most of you. Maybe some of you would be. Maybe some of you would be. Again, I don't think anybody that would, that would take the time to listen to me would think that way. 
Um, but you never know. There may always be snakes in the grass. But I've got to add this to it. And this is particularly for um, my, my non-Black listeners. Um, if you have listened to you know, what I've just said over the last five, 10 minutes, however long that was, I've done you a great favor. And I've also done you, I've also given you um, a great level of responsibility because I've given you a peek behind the culture, so to speak. I, I've given you a detailed explanation of what these things are and, and what they mean. And, you know, now the responsibility is, is that now that you know better, you're now woke. And if you choose to be anti-woke, now you're saying, even though you've explained this to me and I have now in this knowledge, so to speak, if you choose to continue to move in a way, maybe you were, maybe you did consider yourself to be anti-woke before you listened to this little segment of the podcast. But now if you choose continue, to continue to be so, you have now, now you're just, now you're just a hateful person. Because now there's no excuse. Now you can't, you can't lean on that ignorance to say, well, I didn't really know that this is what this was about. Now you know exactly what that was about. So, just some awesome news to share. Um, Damar Hamlin, who uh, collapsed at the end of a game um, or in the middle of a game back in, uh, I believe it was January. I believe it was Monday Night Football in January. Uh, he collapsed and he had to get CPR. And there's a whole lot of fear um, and a lot of prayers and a lot of worry about his health and things of that nature. The news dropped last night that he has been cleared to return to football. I don't have any 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 opinions, you know, any, anything to say about that. Um, I am happy to hear that because, you know, anytime, you know, I have the, I have tremendous respect for pro, uh, for professional athletes, for what they have to do uh, to their bodies and the level of work ethic that they have to have to even reach that level. Um, and then to have it taken away for reasons um, that are health related is scary. It's sad. Um, you know, number one, obviously health, because, you know, it, it, that's just, you want to have your health. But to, to be able to work for something your entire life and have it taken away from you for reasons that you can't control, it, it's, it's sad. It's awful. It's scary. So I am happy that he's been cleared to play. You know, absolutely going to cheer for him as long as he doesn't play the Lions. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to cheer for him um, on the field. And... Um, you know, cheer for him in life that he can continue to remain healthy. Just wanted to share that. There's nothing um, to add to that. Um, there was a video. There was a video that went viral. Um, I got a chance to see it on uh, Facebook. Um, actually, shout out to the homie Fred is the one that uh, that sent it to me. And um, 
the video just to kind of give a, a, a synopsis of it. There's a teacher and a student. Um, the the uh, student from the, from the part where the video picks up, the student is um, in the face of the teacher. The teacher is, and this is a substitute teacher, uh, the teacher is, is instructing, you know, the student to sit down to back up something to that effect. I tried to find the video real fast again, but that post has already been taken down uh, by uh, Facebook or at least by the, uh, the, the, the uploader of the video. But it has been, um, it, it went viral because the student attacked the teacher. I believe she threw a punch. And the teacher fought back. Uh, it's a 15, it's a 15 year old child uh, attacking the teacher and the teacher, you know, attacks back. And uh, as the video progresses, you know, eventually the the teacher um, gets the gets the student down on the ground and it's holding the student down and you can hear the teacher yelling. And this again, this is a super teacher, uh, a, a substitute teacher. She's yelling to the other students, go get a teacher. 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 So, you know, and, and a lot of the debate is, is you know, who is wrong? Is the teacher wrong for fighting the student? Uh, is the student wrong? Did the student put herself in a in a bad position by hitting the teacher? Um, there's a lot to unpack in in that scenario. Number one, I can remember when I was in school. Um, Substitute teachers were almost always disrespected. Almost always disrespected. Um, you know, a lot of substitute teachers wouldn't even try because it was pointless. You know, maybe they said, "Hey, your teacher said said for you to do this. Your teacher left you this assignment. Um, do this work," and you know, it'd be kind of a, a lax day. Um, you know, a lot of students would disrespect the substitute teacher. Um, and 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 they would not maintain the same level of order in the classroom as they would when your regular teacher was there. It's as though you felt like, and it's silly to think about this, you know, uh, as an adult, but you felt as though you could get away with it with the substitute teacher. You felt as though that substitute did not have any powers to execute anything, so to speak. And maybe they did, and maybe they didn't. Who knows? But you know, I, I would just imagine that, you know, if a substitute teacher said, you know, Bradley did this in his class, in class while you were not there, I've got to imagine that even if that substitute teacher couldn't do anything, so to speak, they could still, number one, tell them the main teacher, and that main teacher could respond appropriately, could still tell a vice principal or a principal in the school. So it's just silly to think that because that teacher wasn't there, you could not you could get away with it, but it seems to be that that's still uh, how the student felt. Um, it's alarming to me that the, the video was recorded. And I know the kids have their phones in school. You know, my oldest child has her phone in school uh, even today. And, but it's almost as though this child was going to record the video because they knew something was going to happen. Now the video does pick up 
mid-argument. So maybe it had been getting intense for quite some time. And maybe the child was just like, hey, we need to get this just in case. Or maybe the child was just like, oh, I'm going to get this. This is going to be great. This is going to go viral. Whatever. Who knows? Um, but it's just so weird that that the first thought, even to this day, is let's record it. Um, and as far as the teacher goes, if you are attacked, you know, this is a 15-year-old child, and we say that the rules are different when it's a child, but at the same time, when you are attacked, I don't know what else you can do but to defend yourself. And I know that this is going to be polarizing um, because I just think it was just a lose-lose situation. Um, because the situation was already out of control when a student was in the teacher's face. I've never seen anything like this in personal uh, in my time when I was in school. Um, I've seen some some students say some disrespectful things to teachers, but in terms of actually physically laying your hands on the teacher, I've never seen it. I'm sure it happened, um, you know, when I was in school. I'm sure it happened um, somewhere. It's a big country, <laughs> but I, I, I've never seen it. But to see the audacity of a 15-year-old child um, attack a teacher is wild. But the child was not much smaller than the teacher. And, you know, I've, I have an 18-year-old nephew. I, I love that boy. You know, I, I, I love that boy. But the fact is, is that he's taller than me. He, he's been taller than me since he was 16, for sure. Um, and I'm, I'm six feet tall. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a heavy guy. For those of you that have seen me, you know, I, I'm a I'm a heavy guy. I'm stocky. Um, you know, at different parts, you know, morbidly <laughs> obese. Um, I won't say morbidly, but you know, I I I've I've never been small. Uh, I haven't been small since I was a, a small child. And you know, if my nephew, and he wouldn't do that, but if my nephew or someone my nephew size were to attack me. I don't know if I would respond any different in that situation. Um, kudos to the teacher for getting the child into a position where that child was restrained and saying, go get a teacher, go get somebody else. Um, you know, I, I'm interested to see the fallout of this uh, story. But it was it, it was alarming to see everything happen. Um, and again, yeah, I don't know if I were in that same situation, if I would respond any differently. I, I really don't know if I'm being transparent. A young man by the name of Ralph Yarl was going to pick up his siblings um, and he went to the wrong address. 
And upon arriving at the wrong address, he was shot. He was shot. And this happened, I believe, in Kansas City. Um, and it's it's so alarming how people are reacting. There was another story. I can't remember the name uh, of the people involved. Um, but there was there was a situation where someone had their food delivered accidentally to the wrong address. Um, and um, the person who had their food delivered to the wrong address found where their food was actually delivered, went to that house and shot the people. It's so easy to get the wrong address um, in, in, in any situation. Just, I can think about myself. I remember like six years ago, I ordered food from Grubhub um, and somehow I, I missed one digit in my own address and my food got delivered two houses down. Um, you know, I saw that the, the Grubhub driver was like on the way or something and or I said that they were there and I went to open my door and there was no one there. But then I poked my head out and there's a, a, a guy standing down the road with the with uh, food in his hand talking to my neighbor. And I, you know, I kind of waved my hand and said, hey, that's probably mine. Um, you know, after I analyzed the situation, it was. I, I, I put in the wrong address. How can you shoot someone when you put in the wrong address? Um, there was a situation uh, for a retailer that I support um, in, my, in my nine to five. There was a situation where um, they were given an address to do a delivery and they were completing the delivery themselves and a customer gave them the right address number and they gave them the right street. But um, this is one of those streets that says, you know, it has a street name, but then you go so far east and then it's the east and then the street name. So just to keep it simple, I'm not trying to give out information, obviously, but let's say it's Bradley Road. Um, and then let's say there's an east Bradley Road. And then let's say there's a west Bradley Road. Well, this customer accidentally told them East Bradley Road instead of West Bradley Road. And again, that's not the real name uh, of the street. That's just, you know, I'm not giving out information. Anyway, um, because of that, that error, that error in the address, um, this retailer, at the, the employees at this retailer, they went to make their delivery and they went to the wrong spot because they were given a bad address. You just pop it into Google. You could pipe. You could pop in a fake address in Google, and it'll give you the area where they think it should be. Uh, if you've never done it before, um, lucky you. <laughs> um, nonetheless, um, to shoot this young man in the head, and he was shot in the head. Um, to shoot this young man in the head because he was given the wrong address is wild. And this happened in Kansas City. This is a, a, a black um, child um, and the shooter is an 85 year old, I'm sorry, 84 year old white man. Um, and there's a lot of history of racism uh, in Kansas City and in the Kansas City slash St. Louis 
area. Um, it's alarming. And, and how can you be so hateful? So delusional to where you shoot someone because they knocked on your door, they rang your doorbell. I don't know the situation, but obviously if he was looking to pick up his siblings, he didn't, you know, sneak around the house. He wasn't trying to break in. And somebody might say, well, he's 84. Maybe he doesn't. Okay. Um, I don't believe in, in um, assuming that because someone is older that they are incapable. I, I hate that logic. Um, I understand that it's true in, in, in a lot of scenarios that when, as you become older, you have that cognitive decline. I understand that. Obviously, that's reality. But to assume that it's, that it's going to happen or to assume that because someone is old that they are uh, declining is ridiculous. My grandmother will be 84 years old next month. She's not going to shoot anybody. That's just, it's, it's not, it's not because this person is old, it's happened. It's because of the hatred in, their, in that person's heart. And there has to be something done about the, to me, I just think of the, the I don't want to get into a gun debate because, I mean, we, we, we're still, I'm recording this on April 19th and as of this point in the year, there have been more mass shootings uh, than days. I don't know exactly how many mass shootings uh, that we've had so far this year, but I know we've had more than 120, and we haven't had 120 days yet. I think when I last did, I think we had 143. Um, so, I mean, there's absolutely an issue with the access to guns in this country. Um, but that is just ridiculous. He, a child was shot in the head because he, you know, he went to the wrong address to pick up his sisters. Not that he was um, hanging out, um, you know, doing bad things. Not that, you know, he resisted arrest for a speeding ticket. And I'm not saying that any of that is an excuse to shoot anyone. But what I'm saying is, is that more and more we're seeing it to where um, black boys Black people in general, um, but black boys are dying and getting shot. And Ralph Yar Ralph Yarrell is not is not dead. Uh, when I, I believe the last I saw, I believe he's recovering. Um, and thank God for that. Um, but more and more, it's becoming painfully evident that if you're black you're at risk to be attacked, to be murdered. There's another story here. Um, a 20-year-old New York woman was shot and killed by a man after she mistakenly drove up the man's driveway. She drove up the wrong driveway and was shot? There was a lady, this is about two years ago, there was a lady who walked up to the wrong car to meet somebody, and that wrong car was mine, and she opened up my passenger door. 
she saw who I was, said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, closed the door, and walked to where she needed to walk. People make mistakes. It happens. Your first, your first thought cannot be to shoot someone. Because you could end a life. This young lady did get her life ended. This young man shot in the head. Thank God he's not dead yet. But there has to be something done with regards to the access to guns, the access to healthcare services. And that this is not to say that people that shoot people are in need of mental health uh, help. I mean, everyone needs access to mental health services, but um, scapegoating the people with mental illnesses is distasteful as well. Um, but there has to be so much reform done in the way that we structure our country because people are dying that shouldn't have to die. People are being hurt that shouldn't have to be hurt. And I think it's time for us to come. <laughs> I think it's time for us to be uh, woke to all of the issues that are going. And yeah, that's what I did there. So I'm going to end it there for today because I feel like this has been a heavy half hour or however long it's been. And um, I don't want to be heavy anymore. So um, like, share, subscribe to the show. Uh, share it with a friend. You can follow me on uh, social media, uh, Brad Robinson, 1986 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, and TikTok, and then Brad Robinson, 86 on Twitter, because uh, Twitter won't let me be great. Uh, the show handles are still what's happening on, on all five, on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and um, Instagram. Um, I am going to be changing those over to does that make sense? I've got to get a logo created, things of that nature. Y'all bear with me. Um, but I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done the right way. Um, share the show with a friend. Help us to grow it. Um, if you have any ideas for, for topics of the episode, feel free to throw it, at my, throw it my way as well. Uh, I am open to, you know, really making this uh, a new really making this thing grow so and and taking in input from from you guys the listeners thank you so much and i will see y'all on the next episode